Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, Toastmasters, to the second segment of this week's offering of the Talk Show for Talkers. And we are going to bring you by a, a nice piece by Sir Anthony Hopkins, and this is deep stuff. So listen and enjoy. This is the meaning of life. I'm fascinated by the dream world we live in. Our dreaming, sleep dreaming, and that moment of pre-sleep when the subconscious mind whirls up. And I, my own personal feeling is that, and this is beyond religion or spirituality, is that this is all an illusion, Maya. Because my life has been such sitting here tonight 40 years ago I wanted to come to the actor's studio none of it makes any logical left brain sense to me there have been books written about it Jung wrote about it, that there's something in us that we deeply understand deep in our nature deeper than anything we can even begin to comprehend and that certain moments in our life we get little signals little flashes I had one moment when I decided to change my life little flashes that says it's yours if you want it and I don't know how that happens but it's happened to me so that's what I've tried to put into this movie about the dream like nature of life what do you think happens I don't know I think there's a superior consciousness in all of us that we touch into sometimes I don't know if I believe in anything. I mean, I'm a deity, but I believe whatever that thing is that we talk about for centuries, I think it's just within us. I mean, things are very remarkable things have happened in my life by, by just wishing or asking for something, for a bit of help here. So can, and I don't believe, I'm not a, I'm an agnostic, I guess. Is there, is there any way you can help me or whatever? And there's something inside us that will respond, I believe. I, be, I really believe that. We have to make our lives because life is tough. We have to believe in the power of life. My life in this uh, acting game has just been uh, one long drawn out surprise. I'm surprised that I'm still here, for example. Uh, when I was a little kid, uh, starting off in the YMCA Port Albert, having no idea what I was going to do, because I didn't know what else to do, sure beats working for a living. But I used to jump on the back of those double-decker buses and hold onto the white pole. I never wanted to go inside. I used to love a swinging on thing, you know, the wind in my face. And that's been a metaphor for my life in this business. There is no shortcut to happiness. You have to live your life and if it hits you, fine. But it's a morality tale. When I wanted, was younger, I wanted to be famous. It all happened. And it doesn't feel any different. It's very pleasant, and, uh, but I don't take it seriously. I take it all with a little grain of salt. We all sell ourselves to some degree, I think. I was told I sold my soul for Hollywood. Well, maybe that's true. I've been told that I sold out. The success doesn't necessarily bring you unhappiness. It can bring you a lot of happiness. It's relative. It depends how you handle it. And I think when you're younger, it's harder to handle. And uh, as I've been around for some years, I think I've got a fairly good balance, but maybe that's pride talking, but I, I feel fairly balanced. I've been around the city block a few times, and uh, 
you mellow out and you just don't take things too seriously. Do something new. You know, you've got to make, you've got to can't stay in your comfort zone. That's what we all do. We get to a certain age, we all stay in our comfort zone with our recliners watching television day in and day out. And um, when you get to a certain age, I'm going to be 70 at the end of the year, but I sit around watching television for the rest of my life because I've done it all, sitting on my laurel it breathes. It's not worth it. I mean, life's so short, there's such glorious images in the world and such horror as well that I want to see it all. And so I've moved out of my comfort zone. It's um, essential for me, otherwise I may as well die. So I've done it, I've broken every rule in the book, and um, not out of malice or any telling anyone that I'll show you, I did it for, to show myself. I've shown myself. I looked in the mirror, I thought, I'll show you one day. And I've done something completely new. I wrote the music, and I feel limitless. You know, anything uh, with faith, you can move mountains and uh, trust and let go and all that sort of thing, you know, and I used to just throw myself into it. And then the, when the negatives came to my mind, I would, uh, positive sounds in my head, you know, I'd say I can do it, you know, and I, I used to meditate and uh, visualize myself doing it. And I used to visualize myself on like a kind of, uh, try and visualize myself doing those sort of fanning cards and springing them and, and gradually, surprising the power of mind, what happens, you know, your muscles begin to respond. It's like anything really, if you're playing the piano or driving the car, it comes through relaxation. And not to take life on its face value, that it's all a mystery and it's an illusion, and uh, that everything is random and there are no guarantees. And um, also, I don't know what to take, there's no message in it, I'm not meant to miss. It's also, I know people are getting a strange intuitive feeling about the nature of it because they're talking about the subconscious mind, the nature of memory and dreams. The whole thing is a dream. Everything in this is a dream. And I'm not sure where the reality is. But when you look at our, our own lives, we, we don't know if there's any, we don't know what reality is. We don't know what life is. We don't know what time is. We could be dreaming of this at this moment. We don't know. That's how asleep the human race is. So our whole history has been one of a slumber. And sometimes it takes a little bit of, I wanted to wake people up a little, just pull the rug. Say, oh, this is a movie. Now we sit there and go, what? That's what I wanted to do. In your 79 plus years on this planet, what have you, what, is there a bit of wisdom that you can share with us that, that maybe something we wouldn't know because we've overlooked it or something that you really, among, above all else, you think you've learned that you can share with us? Just keep going. Keep going. Never give up. I think that's really good advice. Too. Never give up. Because, you know, the thing is, we get questions in our head and uh, little voices that put us down when we were kids and all that. So I get over that. That's what I've had to do is get over the, you know, whatever troubles. And just, I carry a photograph of myself in my phone when I was a little boy. And I was a little confused kid, as we all were. And I look at him and I said, we did okay, kid. <laughs> we did okay. That's a very high-tech way of talking to yourself. Reminds you, keep down yourself. <laughs> I like that. Because life is tough, but you just got to get out of bed, get on and do it. My grandfather always carried his own luggage and all of our luggage, yeah. too. And we were always like, what are you doing? Put that down. But now I realize, like, that's what it is, right? That's what you got to do. He kept going. Yeah. you got to do it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little uh, episode of Snippets from Sir Anthony Hopkins. Ted, what were your thoughts on I that? I think um, love, lovely advice in there, particularly for people starting out in their working career or whatever. For instance, no shortcuts to happiness. Mm -hmm. And the other one, then he spoke about happiness and success. And I've always felt that 
you could be successful, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. In fact, you can be successful and not be happy. And I think that happiness doesn't bring you success, but success should bring you happiness. And I know, I know, I said the opposite there just <laughs> before that. Because if you are successful, you're achieving, you're doing something that you want to do. I think you have to distinguish between success and financial success. Success in, in what you Yeah, well, I'm not talking about achieve, financial success. But it's financial success yeah. that tends to make people unhappy uh, because it... Yeah, they, maybe, yeah. yeah. But my it, definition of success. success is happy with yourself. Yes. Happy in the skin that you have. Yeah. Feel that you're doing enough. From, from both from an educational point of view and everything else and the sports that you play and the hobbies that you have and the people that you surround yourself with. Sure. All that contributes to happiness. And I find I'm, get, I'm not quite as old as Sir Anthony Hopkins, but I'm, give, give us another, <laughs> give us another couple of years and I, I, I'll be catching up with him. But I would, you know, I, I think that the older you get, Obviously, the more experience you have and the more experience you become, it's easier to be happy in what you do. I don't know that it's easier. I would agree with you that, uh, for my, speaking for myself, mm -hmm. I'm happier now than I've probably ever been, mm -hmm. certainly when I was uh, younger. But, well, I liked the speech. I, I thought there was a, some nice little snippets on it. I was actually a little bit disappointed by the language that he used. I was expecting to hear much more educated, Flam educated I, I, yeah, I felt that too, yeah. Um, and uh, Paul made a, a comment whilst we were off air that, yeah, this is a grammarian-type speech, mm -hmm. <laughs> that his, uh, he has beautiful diction, beautiful speech, his... His enunciation is superb, but he suffers from all the things that we all suffer from, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, and that sort of thing. He, yes. Uh, but for me, it doesn't take away from him because that is, it's not over the top, and that is him, that's his way of speaking. So my note here was that uh, the beautiful way of speaking, not particularly good language, but he makes the most of what he says. What I did find actually is that you've, we've all seen him in films and we can see how well he can speak. What I noticed about this interview, maybe he was he was after being taken too much out of his comfort zone because I felt that he was speaking too fast. He was speaking very fast, yes, yes. But having said that, uh, I found I could, I could hear every word. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a difficulty in understanding. I could hear every word, all right, but... Yeah, but know. I, there, yes. If one was to, to give him advice, <laughs> perish the thought, if one was to give him advice as a, a public speaker, one would say, yes, slow down, because yes. you will make much more impact. But then, if you go back to a lot of his acting roles, yeah, he, he does deliver speech at mm -hmm. quite a, Sup a pace. Super yes. actor. But and I, yeah, I made reference off here to the latest film, The Two Popes. He's absolutely yeah. superb in that. Yeah. But, it, this is this is him as himself, not him speaking somebody else's Good lines. point, good point, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this segment, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow at the same time when Paul is going to be discussing, or opening a discussion anyway, on the, how we're going to find our future leaders in Toastmasters. So join us then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections 
at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.